Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Julian Edelman, 12 years in the league, Super Bowl MVP, three rings. So I had Brady on this week. Yeah. And, you know, Brady hasn't done as much as you. So you and I talk. You're very natural. You're just you're sitting back there. It's cash. Tom's still not quite totally comfortable. So I brought him on. The first thing I said is, I can't believe Edelman. Slot receiver, tough guy. I'm like, yeah, he'll be okay. And I said, I can't believe how good Jules is on the air. And here's Tommy. <laughs> He's such an honest, authentic guy, and I think what you saw on the playing field is exactly the way that he approached his uh, his after football career too. So nothing Julian does surprises me. He's uh, an incredibly hard worker. Uh, he's very endearing to a lot of people, and I think what you see with him is what we always saw behind the scenes in the locker room. Uh, getting ready for his prep on the field. And, and uh, you could see why we always had a great relationship because he's just such an authentic guy, and I love what he's done in his post, uh, post-football career. Now, it's been easier for you a little bit because of expectations, right? Now, Tom, Tom's going to be front and center. How do you think he'll be as a broadcaster? I think he's going to be very prepared. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know Tom, Tom's the type of guy where – if he's going to put his foot or he's going to do anything, he, he's going to bring everything he has and put it into that specific thing. You know, I've talked to him last few weeks, and, I mean, this guy's really taken this serious. He, he understands uh, what the network's given him. He understands what the people are saying. And, and that's the kind of stuff that fuels that guy. Right, right, right. So this is just making his whole situation jumping into football as an underdog even though he'll be like a very well-paid guy like Mm. extremely paid guy like he's still gonna create something in his head to make himself go out and perform his best and i and he said it on on the show i think he said it here where he's not going to be the same guy on week one that he is in week 17 because he's going to continually work 
He's just not going to put a, a finished product out there. Tom's the type of guy that's continually trying to refine his routine, refine his game, and, and make it as efficient and as best as possible. I think he's going to bring that to the booth. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's also, you know, they always say that um, catchers make good managers in baseball and good broadcasters because they see the game. Mm -hmm. Second baseman, you got your back to stuff. It is interesting if you and Tom saw the game the same. You know, he's looking, you're in the middle of that stew, that, that secondary. Tom's watching it. Yeah. And I'm kind of interested. Did you and him ever talk about what he saw was different than what you saw? What I saw is what he saw. But what I saw was only one third of what he was looking at. Okay. So I was looking at coverage. Right. I was looking at defenders. And so was he. But he was also communicating a play call, communicating a personnel group, going in and dictating the line on what they have to do. He's looking at the defensive group as a whole. I'm looking at a couple things, and I used to steal things in the uh, offensive meetings where if you saw the, the bare front, you knew you were going to get a man coverage. Like I would do little stuff like that, but not on the same level Tom Brady was doing. He saw everything, and I tried to be on his page. That's the kind of guy he was. And so when he gets into this booth, you know, we were all raving about how Tony Romo saw the right. field. Yeah. Tony Romo was a heck, of a heck of a football player. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. In Tom Brady. Yeah. What did, I want to know what Tom Brady sees pre-snap. What matchups he's looking at pre-snap. Because whatever he says, I mean, guy played 23 years in the National Football League, won seven Super Bowls, played in a million of them. And what he sees, no one else sees. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be great TV regardless. Okay, so there's two weeks pre-Super Bowl. This is install week mostly. Oh, yeah. And then there's you go to Vegas, you see some friends. So do you install, do the Chiefs and Niners install all of it? Or like somebody once told me that coaches leave a little to be installed so players don't get bored. Yeah. What are you doing this first week? So what we would do is we would get healthy. We, we, would, we would kind of take a couple days to self-reflect, self-scout, mm -hmm. finish up the last week, finish up the AFC championship, get all those things tied down. And then we'd have a couple days to get healthy, kind of get away, get your, your families ready for all the tickets you have to distribute, all the hotels you have to distribute. You want to get all that stuff done right now in these first three, four days. Then back into the week before you take off for Vegas, you got some competitive practices. We used to have uh, blue and white scrimmage. This was like a self-scout. Let's get some high effort. Um, you know, it's a hybrid practice where you have installation, but we're also working on things we need to work on as a team that we saw over the last three weeks that'll make us uh, a better version of ourselves. So we used to have a really competitive couple practices with a little bit of install, yes, you had keys to the day. You'd have keys to like first and second down on a Thursday. Friday, you're going on third down. And Saturday, you're working on the red area with, with some room to give for when you get to, to Vegas. Because once you get to Vegas, you want, you want things to be fast. You want, you want guys to be thinking clearly. You want guys like I remember when we get to Vegas – we already went over a few times with walkthroughs and our competitive practices the week before where we get to the Thursday practice before the Super Bowl and I'm it's third down practice and I, I I'm I'm I know the script because we've practiced it so much. Third and four, all right, look, we got F Z option that you know, this play. You know, it just becomes second nature, it becomes instinct and, and that's kinda 
where they're at right now. At least where we were at, we would have the competitive practice going into where uh, the travel week. Once you get there, get everything settled in the early part of this week. You leave, go to Vegas, and then everything's got to be fast. Let's get back into our routine. Let's get our minds right. Let's get our recovery. Let's get, refine our routine. And try to make it as normal as possible. Okay, so you had the you were part of the longest dynasty in league history. Kansas City is it's a mini dynasty, but it's uh, it's become one. Um, I think getting to another Super Bowl now it's officially it's a dynasty. Um, tell me the challenges. Okay, so a lot of guys got the bag. Um, you got the legacy. There's not the pressure to win one. Um, it changes it to you are. Um, let me all just ask you, how does pressure change? Once y'all made money, y'all got rings, mm -hmm. multiple. Y'all have legacies. You're set for kind of life. Um, nothing really to prove. The second phase of the dynasty, which you're a rare player that had one. Mm -hmm. It's your second phase. How does it change? It changes because there's an expectation. There's a standard now that you've set with the success that you had in the previous years. Um, you know, and, and it... It ultimately comes down to the core group of guys on that team of players and coaches. Core group being, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, you know, Andy Reid, and Spags. Those are the guys that are the common denominators that have been around for everything. Uh, they're going to go out and they're going to show the, uh, the newer guys, the guys that may not have been in the situation, this is how it's done. You guys got to jump on because if you don't, the train moves on. We find other guys. That's just how it goes. So it ultimately comes down to your best players, the guys you can lean on. They're the ones that have to motivate. You know, I had Tom Brady. This guy, you know, when, he, when I first got there, had three Super Bowls. Uh, played in five, almost had the 18-1. I mean, he was God when I first got there as a rookie, and this guy was working like he was an undrafted free agent still, communicating with guys, talking, still at the off-season program. Like, he was married to supermodel. You know, this is, this is what your leader was doing, so everyone else had to fall in place, and that's why I see a lot of similarities with Kansas City. I mean, their best, highest-paid player is their hardest-working guy, their best leader on their team, Patrick Mahomes. You have your core guys, the Travis Kelseys, the Chris Jones on defense, that keep their guys in check, and when it's a gotta-have-it play, those guys make their gotta-have-it plays. And those are kind of the similarities um, that, that I see with Kansas City and, and our teams. You know, It gets harder and harder each year. Players and coaches leave each year, but there's always a core group of guys that keep it together. So, um, Jim Harbaugh goes nine years of college, comes back to the pros. Now, it is an advantage. His brother's involved. So, I've, I've, I've kind of surmised over the years that Jim helps John in the draft. He'll say, can't play, can, can. John's helped Jim on staffing. Like, give me a guy who can work. So, now they're, they're in the same conference. It won't work that way. But, um, and I, I do think Jim will have an advantage first three to four years because of the draft. He knows all these guys. He recruited them. Nine years is a long time to be out of the league, even if your brother's a coach. Joe Gibbs was gone and one of the great coaches and kind of first year, if I recall, wasn't great. Um, what do you, what do you mean? Do you guaranteed success? Chargers, Harbaugh, guaranteed? I think it's an expected success. I think it's an expected success because John Harbaugh and every 
form or fashion anywhere he's been, he's had success. Jim, yeah. Or Jim. Yeah. And, um, you know, it shouldn't change when he goes into an opportunity that he's about to jump into. I mean, you got Justin Herbert. You got some guys on defense. Left tackle, edge rusher. You got guys. Um, they're just missing a toughness in a culture. And, and, you know, from what we've seen through track record, that's what Jim does. And I'm excited to watch this opportunity. I'm excited to see the Chargers have some excitement around them. I'm excited that, you know, they took a chance to go out and get a John Harbaugh or Jim Harbaugh. I met with Jim Harbaugh, by the way, once during free agency. What was it like? He's different cat. <laughs> he is. He is a different cat. <laughs> what do you uh, know? I, as soon as I walk in, and this is when there was all that drama between San Francisco, the the GM and and, and Harbaugh. and Harbaugh. This was in like thirteen. I, as soon as I walk in, he throws in a dip. I throw in a dip with him, and we're, <laughs> we're we're sitting chewing, and we're just talking, nothing about really football. And I don't know where he goes. What do you want? And this is like the talks have been like. Harbaugh and the GM aren't getting along because Harbaugh is telling you that. And he goes, what do you want? I got a coach. I want six. I want 12 over two. He goes, ah, I think I, I think we get that done. And then we didn't talk about anything else. And we just sat and talked football stories. Like that's the kind of guy he is. He's got kind of that ADD in, in the office where yeah. he always has to move. Yeah. He's very, he's got a little quirkiness to yeah, him, yeah, but yeah. you know, for a fact, he loves football and, you know, to bring it back to the chargers, you know, I, I think that's what, Justin Herbert needs. He needs a coach that has had success at every level, that knows how to win. Not uh, not some gimmick thing, not this, not like, oh, we're going to revolutionize the game. Herbert's not a gimmicky guy. He's not. He's not. So I'm I'm really excited for this opportunity for Herbert and and Harbaugh cuz regardless, the league's more fun when this guy's in it. No question. I mean, he's just a fun guy. There's always a little something with them. There's a story. There's some kind of this or that. And that's what we want. This is entertainment. Okay, so earlier today, earlier today, we got into this discussion. Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, there's a picture of him. And everybody said he had a dad bod. And there's a picture of Josh Allen with a little bit of a gut on the beach. And my argument is, I want my slot cor- corner. I want my slot receiver, my edge rusher. I like that Boa's got, Bosa got no body fat. I want see this. They're banging on Mahomes for his body. Okay, you're a ripped guy. My take is, I want a little pudding. I don't have a problem with that. I want fluidity, pliability. What do you make of Mahomes' body? I think he's living. <laughs> he's living, baby. Yeah. You know, you always had. I mean, Tommy didn't have like the the greatest body. You know these these guys they're not supposed to be kings of the weight room. This guy has if you watch his off season program, you watch him and you see what he does for his flexibility and and I've seen him doing these crazy positions, these like figure fours behind yeah, yeah. where he's stretching out his back. Like that's what he needs is that whole pliability thing. And uh, yeah, when when you're too ripped in the weight room or as a quarterback. It's kind of a red flag to me. I rather have you. Thank you. I rather have you, the guy that you know is eating a couple Oreos, watching game film. You know, so seriously. You, could, okay. you know what I mean? Like, go get a chicken wing. Let's break down this defense. Fine. I don't need you to run too much. You just need to run around in the pocket so you okay. can deliver me the ball. Okay, here's a Josh Allen picture. So in J Max, it doesn't bother me. He For- can move it though. That guy, he can move it. You know, these guys, they're not like. What people don't realize, quarterbacks during the regular season, 
and during the football season, like they don't run a lot. They're just doing drops. They're doing blitz pickup drills. They're yeah. doing handoffs. Like he's not getting his conditioning in like a receiver who's running 50 routes of practice or a special teams guy that has to be on every scout team. These guys are burning calories. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love. Mint, straight, wintergreen, peach, even blood orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Okay, so some some guys are ripped, but it is funny. Well, first time I met Tenny Bruski, he was post-career. Yeah. And he, obviously, you guys all shed some weight. Most of the big guys do. Teddy had a briefcase. I'm thinking... I met him. I'm thinking, that's the guy that terrorized the Pac-12. That, that's the guy. And I had talked to somebody who had uh, dealt with a Brewski for the years, and they're like, dude, hands, intelligence, instinctive, toughness, leverage. They're like, you didn't want to line up next to Teddy. But Teddy didn't knock you. Well, give me a Patriot that you would ever line up against that you thought initially, eh, nothing there. A bad bod guy that could hit. Donald Penn, the old offensive lineman, they used to say best player in the league with a bad bod. I would say, you remember Brandon Spikes? Yes. Brandon Spikes had the worst body. (laughs) And this dude didn't work out, didn't do anything. But I've seen him lift 330-pound guards and put them in the backfield like with a two-yard sprint. Some guys are just explosive. Florida guy. if you, Florida. 
explosive, crazy athletes. Uh, Mayweather, remember old Mayweather, the safety? Yes. He had bad bod. We we used to we used to have to give. But it he to was him. another guy that could light you up. But he he would light you up. There, you know, it, the muscle thing. It, it's not always, there's there's always a hidden guy that you know. There's just. These leverage strength type guys, yeah, Brewski, Brewski, but he was he, he yeah, was, was a, pretty ripped. He was ripped, but he was also like a ball of energy. You know, he was kind of he was what six one, and he was probably two fifty. So like he was kind of built right for that that yeah. that power. And then there's guys. There are guys in this league that are all hotel lobby. They look great in shorts, and they can't play a lick. Shorts and T-shirt guys. Those are the guys that are, you know, spring camp All-Americans. <laughs> you know, you have that. So that's what yeah. people don't realize. You'd have, you know, whole off-season. You go into OTAs, and you have these guys that come in, and they, they look so fast, and they're, they, they've had so much improvement over the off-season. And then, you know, once you put the pads on, that's just the ultimate equalizer. Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, Belichick didn't get one of the eight jobs. Can you see him for a year doing nothing in football? Fishing. Golf. I can't see him fishing. I could see him watching football and keeping his mind going on it. Uh, I don't think he's done. Um, he's, too, he's too academic. He's too smart. Yeah, and, and he loves the game. He's probably going to have some kind of routine where even if it's not as, you know, as stressful as what it is when he's coaching, he's still going to have some kind of outlet to where he's probably breaking down guys for the next year just because if he gets a job, he's going to want to be prepared, and that guy's never not prepared. Yeah. All right, man. I'm not going to get into um, where you're going, but I wish you the very best of luck in your weekend. Thank you. And I'm going to stop right there. <laughs> J-Mac with the news. <laughs> no, 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 no. on the news. This is the Herdline News. I thought for sure Edelman would say, I want my quarterbacks to put down the quarter pounders. But he seems like he's like, hey, live your life, enjoy it. Well, I told him I don't I, care it if bothered little, me that Will Levis, in the Will Levis wore a sleeveless shirt at the combine and was clearly showing off the guns. I'm like, bro, not into it. Last guy to do that was Brady Quinn. I know he works with us. I know he's one of our guys. Well, he but was that guy. Well, two, what about Cam Newton? He, he did a lot of that. Yeah, but Cam was also six foot seven and could run through five hundred pound men. You know something else about Cam Newton that was funny? Cam put on weight as he got hit, and I think Cam acknowledged that he was sitting eating those chocolate pretzels in the huh? film room. And Cam's like, "Yeah, I sit around and watch film all day. I'm eating all day." I never had a problem. His mechanics could bother me. I never had a problem with heavier Cam. No, never. I, the crazy thing about Cam is Cam, like you said. He would eat these snacks, but Cam said he would. He was vegan. <laughs> so Cam's vegan, but if you're eating Sour Patch Kids and Oreos, <laughs> Cam, I don't. Is that vegan? <laughs> it's funny. Good stuff. <laughs> he, we know he watches. Anyways, uh, Travis Kelsey has been on fire in these playoffs. Earlier in the season, there were questions. Maybe he was washed. I didn't say it. I don't think Colin did, but other people said maybe he's washed. Well, on his New Heights podcast this week, Kelsey spoke about how different it is to play in the playoffs versus the regular season. There's just that 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 flip of the switch that you you kind of turn on in December. Yeah, 
sense of urgency. You know, you want to try and have that switch for the entire year, but it's a 17-game season, man. <laughs> Sometimes it's just, I mean, it's hard, man. It's hard, especially after 11 years, getting excited for a random game in November where you know you're about to wax this <laughs> team. It's hard to <laughs> get it going every single week. And um, yeah. this year, it was, it, was, it was harder than ever because we weren't winning those games. And we're finally getting the juices going. We're finally playing our best ball at the right time. And how can you not get excited about that? For the record, this is something I, I, I've, I've told people about our business and other businesses. Like, if you're, in a, you're a lawyer, you should really, there's going to be cases that really matter a lot. Your, your year could come down to three days as an attorney. Three days in front of a jury really selling or protecting your client. I mean, that's a, a, I mean in, in the OJ case, it was, you know, it literally changed the arc of everybody's career. The good, the winners and the losers on that. But it is funny that you think, oh, it's only 17 games. But as a player ages, by week four, you're not healthy. So you're in kind of a sense of rehab from week five to 18. Like you're you're in the tub. You're you're. I think we forget sometimes that the games for us every Sunday feels big. But you get a different player based on the matchup, his health. His age. Trent Dilfer once told me, nobody feels good by week five. Everybody's sore. This is the LeBron theory. Remember when he was in Cleveland and they were like fading, regular season, they would be bad, and everybody was like, they haven't been good. The Toronto Raptors are going to beat LeBron in the playoffs. And it was like, turn it on in the postseason. It's LeBron. It's Patrick Mahomes. And I feel dumb because I fell for this this year. Do you remember when we were debating the Chiefs? And I was like, I don't know, man. It's the Chiefs. They're going to be fine. Well, he was, And they kept losing. And you're like, listen, they're not great. And I refuse to believe it. And then I bought into it against the Ravens. In. Well, they're also a young team primarily on defense. And young players have big growth spurts. in it. Like this Kansas City defense from week three to now, you start looking at it. Young players improve a lot. Like, we know what Kelsey is, or Gronk later is, or we know now what, you know, I kind of know what Stafford is. But like Puka Nakua, you know, he's learning the game. So it's like when you get a young player, and Kansas City's got a lot of young dudes on that defense, over the last year, a lot of these guys have taken leaps from good player to pro bowler. The other problem is what do you do from a gambling perspective? Because a lot of the big money gamblers were all over the Ravens last under. week. Hey, um, the numbers say Baltimore's aside. I'm I'm just an under. I think the game's the under. That's my favorite bet. Super Bowl bet under? Under. Who do you think is going to win? No money. Who do you think if, is going to win? No I think ifs. Kansas City's going to win 24-20. Mahomes is just special, and I think Purdy has a bad quarter, bad half, and and I think Mahomes just sort of doesn't... Mahomes stays at a very even pace, a couple great plays, and I think Kansas City's defense isn't well-known, but is really talented, but the Niners have more stars, so we know... We know their player. We know Fred Warner. We know Bosa. I mean, we know Christian, Debo, Kittle. Outside of Travis Kelsey and Mahomes and Chris Jones... Most fans, fans outside of Kansas City can't name six or seven other guys, but they're tremendous players. They have the best corners in football right now. They have the best corners in football. Excellent linebackers. Young pass rushers. I think this defense is just way better than we think. We just don't know the na- the, the fans don't know the names yet. Uh, we'll do more on the in-game tendencies and the matchups next week, but uh, there's one big thing, like... 
the Niners defense, what they struggled with stopping from Detroit and Green Bay, Casey doesn't do those things. Yeah. So I think the Niners defense will improve. You know I'm on the Niners here. Uh, next up, there was uh, some speculation in Philly that Nick Sirianni would get canned, but he was able to survive. Got two new coordinators. After reaching the Super Bowl last year, this year's early playoff exit was a huge disappointment. But A.J. Brown, who's still with the team, is backing his coach. We wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't for Sirianni. He's a great teacher, great coach, great person. I don't have any doubt. I don't think the team has any doubt. I think it was just Philly media and fans. They just have the question because it didn't end the way we would all like. But sometimes you go through adversity. I haven't seen his confidence waver. My confidence has definitely not wavered. Well, he is an offensive coach, which we like. He has shown an ability to win when he has the right coordinators. So, um, and, and for the record, McVay and Shanahan are rare when they keep hiring the right coordinators. Nick Saban did this for years. He kept hitting on offensive coordinators. That's infrequent. Most of your great coaches will miss on a coordinator. Or they'll miss on a coach, right? An assistant. And so McVay just keeps hitting home runs, and Shanahan does. But the Eagles kind of miss. They had guys that didn't work in their system. So he's shown an ability to adapt. He's an offensive coach. We like their players and culture. Now, he also has shown that if he doesn't have somebody that is an elite play caller, that's not what he is. He showed it when he first got to Philly, play called. He wasn't very good. And then they were great with Sirianni. He leaves. He goes back to having more influence on it. He won good again. So he needs to go find a play caller. And I think Howie Roseman has a lot of contacts. Very aggressive. We'll find one. He's shown he can coach when he has the right play caller. It seems like Kellen Moore uh, is close to being the guy, or I don't know if they've announced it. But um, Kellen Moore, remember, he went to the Chargers and kind of he wasn't okay. great. Chargers situation wasn't great. But lack of familiarity in the division. If he goes back to the NFC East where he was with Dallas forever, I think that could be a good pairing, no? Well, I think when a team, Chargers, has the wrong coach, it pulls everything mm. down. Herbert didn't look good at the end. He's struggling. He wasn't getting the ball in the end zone. So I think the Chargers actually have much better players than people realize because the last year and a half, when the when the head coach is wrong, and Sirianni's not over his head, Staley was over his head. And so when you have a coach that's just not equipped at this point in his life to, to lead an NFL franchise, it pulls everything down. How do we know that Kellen Moore isn't really good? I mean, he was good in Dallas. Well, Mike McCarthy ran him out of the building. Well, ran him out of the building. They, he, were, they won I know, 12 games and he... They were number one in the league in offense with him. He goes to the Chargers. Well, wait, wait. What do you mean goes to the Chargers? Like, it's not like he said, I'm out of here, No, Dallas. but he was number one in the league yeah. in offense, and McCarthy may be insecure, moves him out. Ah, There's a lot of factors. I like that. Okay. Then he goes to the Chargers, and now we're all selling our Kellen Moore stock. I would make the argument, everybody looked less of a coach and a player when you have a coach that's just not ready to run a franchise. Sounds fair. Final story, Joel Embiid returned on Tuesday against the Warriors after missing two games with a knee issue. He ended up getting hurt in that game where Kuminga fell on top of him. Uh, The story's getting to be ugly because Embiid apparently has been hurt all season, but he wants to play because the narrative around him is he misses 20 games, he misses 30 games, this guy's soft, blah, blah, blah. And now it's becoming like an internal issue. Colin, I know the league wants these stars to play, and NBA needs Embiid to play here uh, with a lot of televised games in yeah. March and April. And um, I, 
If you're not healthy, don't play. Like, I just don't see why Embiid should be forced to play just to hit 65 and win the MVP and all this nonsense. I I think once you've won an MVP, I wouldn't worry too much about it. I'd get rest. Yeah, you got you to gotta get to the conference finals. That's yeah. what matters. Yeah, Embiid's legacy now is hinging because his injuries are increasing. His legacy's really hinging now on winning more playoff games. The rest of it's all done. The money, the fame, the accomplishments. He has a big hole in his career. Yeah. Winning more playoff series. So get healthy for those. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. Uh, the superbly versatile all-electric EQB from Mercedes-Benz. Impressively, impressively techie. Surprisingly roomy. Available seating up to seven. Go to mbusa.com slash EQB. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. You know, as the host of the number one rated Polly and Tony Fusco show, we get tons and tons of fan mail every day. Piles of it. In fact, Tony, why don't you open up one of those letters right now and read what's inside? Yeah, listen to this. Dear Polly and Tony, your sports takes are the dumbest and most but, terrible. But wait, not that wait, one. Wait, why? Open this other one. Dear Polly and Tony, you suck more than anyone. No, not that wait, one. Wait. Try this one. Dear Polly and Tony, you guys are the absolute best. There you go. Coming up with the stupidest takes you know what, possible. Just you know what? Forget say. this. Just listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S., so if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, 
ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, Zero Nicotine, Zero Tobacco, 100% Ritual. So here is the, um, Diana Rossini had this tweet, apparently, recently. I don't keep my phone on the desk. It says, during the hiring process in Washington, Bill Belichick was considered for the job per sources. The commanders spoke with Bill. He did have support from some decision makers. In the end, Dan Quinn is their choice. Um, what do you make of that? So what are you saying, that they took Dan Quinn over Bill Belichick? So there were, it was in the building, there was, there was a more support for Quinn than there was Belichick. I, so, would, I would guess some of this is control that Bill wants. That's a guess. I don't think Dan wants drafting control. So safe to say Atlanta in the building. We know the Twice, owner wanted Belichick. But he wouldn't, you know, Rich McKay had been a GM. So I this don't is think, a power thing. You know, the, GM, think, the powers that be didn't want Belichick to come in and strong arm them into stuff. Well, I think Bill's lack of drafting success is um, alarming. I don't think that's a cheap shot. I would question if he sat in this chair. I'd say, I'd, I look at your last seven drafts. I'm just not seeing enough good players. People are just so territorial and worried and want to control others. Well, I, like I, It's an issue. And listen, if you can't talk to Belichick and make things work, then yeah, he's not the right hire. But uh, Raheem Morris and Dan Quinn over Belichick? Well, then it, you know it's not on qualifications. Well, yeah, it's probably Belichick did not want to work with the guys in the building in Atlanta. He just wanted to report to the owner. And I, I am always, I'm really fascinated by this. Popovich or Tony Larusa, and uh, when people age, coaches age, and uh, I always thought Saban had really good self awareness. Like he knew what he was, he knew what he wasn't. He grew, he exits at the right time. But it does feel like Bill's lacking a little self awareness. I didn't like his staffs in the last couple of years. He doesn't have really uh, new, fresh ideas in the building. It's it's very much old cast-offs and Patricia and Judge and I got nothing against his kids on the staff. I think you know Pete Carroll had a I think a kid on the staff. I'm okay with that, but it 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 did. I felt when New England had Skarnecchia, Josh, Bill, and some of these coaches, I always thought they were the smartest team in the league. The last three to four years, New England makes like dumb team mistakes. Like they have bad. They look like Carolina mistakes. I never felt that way. So it's not just players. They don't look as well coached. They don't de they don't develop Mac Jones. He went backwards. They didn't they didn't develop Mac Jones. They don't develop receivers and frankly in-game coaching feels suboptimal. So it's like that discussion with the Chiefs. Their regular season Pat Mahomes had his worst statistical season. The Chiefs were not amazing in the regular season. Playoffs, it's game on. So with Belichick like, what do you value more, 20 years of dominance or the last four years, which have been total well, crap? With Andy Reid, usually a great coach, a team gets more refined over time. Belichick's worst teams were September, his best teams January. But the last several years, the team got worse. Yeah. They look more poorly coached late. They're not drafting and developing well. So I just, I think if Bill wants personnel, I mean, if I owned a team or ran a team, I'm giving him more, no personnel say. I'll give you the players. I'll ask you about DBs or linebackers. Offense, you're not touching it. I'm not interested at all in your opinion on offense. Anywhere on offense. See you tomorrow. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.